0: Welcome to the Global Watch prayer podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Well, as you guys come up here and give
1: your you know, I feel like it wasn't supposed to move on just yet. I respect all um, of them. I feel like it wasn't supposed to move on just yet. And I feel
2: like
1: um, something was released. Even as in worship, I was I worship, I saw the name of the Lord uh, being written over California and fire And I'll say it again. I saw the name of the Lord being written
0: over California fire. who to say shut Can you
1: bring the
0: spirit real quick? Sorry, I'm
1: going to make a little bit of a mess. Come on, everybody, is spirit. Come on, come on, this is up. something You know, I really feel, especially when the sister said there was a commissioning going on, I really felt what the Lord is doing, what the Lord was saying, was that the nations will know you not by what you think they will know you for, but they will know you because you are the very ones that seek my face. I what you want to say, California, I'm changing your name because you changed your perspective, you changed your gaze, you changed even the excitement that you thought you had. I the Lord sent you into this company. The excitement looks different now. Oh God. The assignment looks different now. Before it looked like one thing, but I hear the Lord say, as you transition from just being watchmen to boots on the ground, things are shifting and this are safe. Oh uh, God, I feel this. Boots on the ground, boots on the ground, boots on the ground, and the Lord say, oh, to the high place. I'm bringing you down from that place because you've seen long enough. you watch watched long enough. You saw things that didn't go right. You saw things that you didn't like. But in yeah, the Lord said, now is the time when I stir up to get the different time. Every single one of you. And now is the time you come down and walk the land and leave a trail of fire. Because it's a new sound, It's a new sound oh of fire, It's a new name, Lord, oh and it's the name of the life. Oh, I talked to this morning. He asked me, Rich, what do you think about last night? And I said I was taken back to when I was on Lake Tahoe in November. And we were in Nevada looking into California. And the Lord said to me, Rich, honor the purity in California. When people in California saw either disgrace or sin or filthiness, the Lord says, Of healing in this. I want you to grab somebody right now and I want us to pray. Grab someone, grab someone real quick so we can pray. I want
2: to I'm trying to keep order. I'm known for messing stuff up. I'm sorry. Apologize oh, Grab somebody I
1: see you catching fire. I see you
2: catching fire with the person you're with right now. The commissioning. The commissioning. The commissioning is in fire. The commissioning
1: permission. is put your fire into action, my you. This works for no reason. And there was a part of the action that needs all service, That needs to be a of the sun. In the position of the fire. So let me say God in this room, sir, God. Lord from this room, God. Lord from this church, God, oh God. We say, God, let the word begin careful, you. We we say, protect the We say,
2: Oh God! In the black community, oh God! In the Native American community, oh God! We
1: say from California, Lord! Oh
2: Jesus! Lord, we say for media, oh God, the we say that the giant's power, oh! In the educational system, we say
1: that the pipe... The fire, Lord, bringing healing, healing and deliverance. The fire, bringing healing and deliverance. The fire, bringing healing and deliverance. The fire, bringing healing, bring healing and deliverance. The fire. Pastor Max, come up here and grab the Pastor Taylor's hand. You, you guys are prophetic act right now of the fire, bringing healing and deliverance. Uh Hey! Grab your hands. You guys are a symbol of the fire bringing healing. Hey, hey, hey! Come on! Hey! 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 From you will rise up, a greater mighty move of healing and deliverance to our society. Woo! And who asked for to come up back and field. oh God can come from the coast. But I hear the Lord say, uh, the tree of oh God, the healing uh,
2: in his leaves
1: for the nation. Hey. Struggled and bring deliverance.
2: We say,
1: let it come forth.
3: crazy. This afternoon I got a, a camp from Julie Meyer. How many of you know her? She's a prophetic dreamer among a lot of other things. And oh and she is in um Vermont because one of her sons is getting married and she took a nap and she had a dream this afternoon and I'm just gonna read you part of it because this is crazy. She said, Gloria and Rick, I laid down this afternoon and took a nap. I was so tired and had a short dream. I saw a new fire uh, come on Laurie's head. And, Laurie, it was like your head was on fire. It was a good fire. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was putting his fire in your mind, like He he's changing the way you think. And he is grabbing you. You are his. And some the things. And then... um." And it was pretty cool. And you were walking by people and it was your whole head on fire. And when you opened your mouth, the fire would come out and get on others. It was like a scene out of a movie. Oh. And then she saw Rip. And she saw no scene the blue light that Paul Payne used to see. And we're playing it for tonight. And the blue light would go on a person and then just the heavens would open over him. But the fire and the blue light, Wow. Woo! The Lord, I received this word that Rich just had. I received this word that Julie had,
1: Lord, you are blowing my mind with and I received fire. This is for all of us. But we receive the fire. I can see your fire, God. I can
3: see that. Thank you, Lord. I'm here and get ready to sing. Open our eyes wide to what you're doing. Unstop our ears. You know, I'm just gonna get ready ready right, because he's going to start coming and the manifestation
4: of healing is going to be erupted. This is
3: what this warfare has been over is this well of healing that God is going to release. And I just I just want to wrap up our faith a little bit. We're going to release it to you guys. We do care. We love you guys. To continue. But we were in Tahoe in November. You were there in what?
4: May. It's
3: in May. But remember those who were there? Yes! Woohoo!
2: Signs <laughs> will follow! Yeah.
3: Yeah. We had an, an empowering counter one night. It was just the glory of the Lord. No. Beautiful business of God. Woke up the next morning, with the headlines, earthquake in Lake Tahoe. We felt nothing. There was absolutely nothing. God is in the
4: midst of the
3: storm. He will calm the waves. He says, let not your heart be yeah. But this is an hour where we must open up our hearts and expect more from him and have more faith in what we speak and go forth as messages from this.
0: So Welcome, Rick and Laurie Taylor. We love you guys. Man, they have done amazing work. We've
2: done them we are all over the world. So
3: come on, And let's just, a, let's just give a shout out to guys for the worship
2: team. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have Rich who was prophesying on the drums for the last few nights. Uh,
3: we don't have that joke, the natural opening mouth. He's going to explode. Or get <laughs> okay, God is blowing my mind with how he is confirming prophetic things so quickly. So right before I came in this room this evening, I was out there doing a quick FaceTime call with Dr. Charlie, and with the lady from New Zealand. And do, you, do you remember what she said right when you are hanging up? Yep, she said, I feel like you need to roar in the Lion of Judah. And then she texted me and said, I didn't get to thank him because all of a sudden I felt like roaring. I come in here and we're talking about the lion roaring. And then I'm taking little video clips and I did the Shabbat thing and I sent the clip again to Julie. And it was nothing to do with the lion, but it was you guys up here. And she said, "Um, how fun, I love all the Jewish songs. And the worship leader guy, he has a great voice. He is good. He has a growl in his voice like a lion.
2: He sounds
3: like a lion. The thing with the, world, the lion from New Zealand, she said, I feel like you need to release that. Are we come you here talking about it. And Julie didn't hear any of that. And then she's saying, he sounds like a lion. And you've said this a hundred times. You can't make this stuff up. So God is saying things and sometimes in my life it used to be like something would happen and then it would take weeks to get a confirmation and now it's in seconds. I mean, Julie has the stream this afternoon and then that all happens with the fire. insane. Okay, you're just going to share tonight but before he does, I wanted to share another insane thing. I, that's probably not the right word but you know what I mean. So, last, so Wednesday, we got here and we had a little dinner, and I shared that dream that Dean shared last night. Those of you who weren't here, how many weren't here last night? Okay, just a few. Um, he, he gave an amazing message. You need whoever didn't hear it, and even all of us who did, we need to watch that over and over. But the message about the use of the brethren and how our mouths are used to curse and to bless, and it shouldn't be that they ba- basically that's what I got in it. And then we were talking about blessing. Well. So last week, I asked the Lord, were you giving me a dream for this conference? And then I had this dream, but it so didn't fit. I thought, okay, that's not a dream for this conference. But this I had the dream Sunday, just a few days ago. And then, so a lot was going on, and I didn't really even pray into it much. So the dream was super short, which Dean shared last night. The dream was our two little grandsons, uh, one's about one and a half a little bit. And then the other one's about four. And in the dream, Ryan is the youngest one, Ryan Matthew. And he There was a snake, and he took the snake, and he picked it up, and he bit the head. I'm watching this in my dream. He bit the head and crushed it. And then Robert, the four-year-old, came up, and he took the snake, and he bit it, and he ripped his head off. And I woke up, and I'm thinking, wow, I knew it was a God dream, but what the heck was that mean? That Sunday. Monday morning, Rick took a walk. If you want to put that picture up with the two little boys, and look what they found on the road the day after I had the dream. Now, you can't tell from this, but the head of that snake is crushed. I We have had snakes before. I mean, it's not a common thing. Maybe once every few years we'll see one or something. I had a dream about a snake's head being crushed. The next day, the little boys see the dream, and the snake is dead, or they would be up
2: close somewhere.
3: But if we have seen snakes before, their bodies are pretty mangled because they've been run over or something. I have never. I have never. Seeing a snake with just its head messed up. I I zoomed up on it and it's just the head. Rick looked at it close. The head was crushed. So, is that coincidence? No. So, God's really speaking about our mouths and what we say and that we shouldn't be cursing. And um, Dean said, We get the anointing of the devil when we become accuser of the brethren. And that hit me like, Whoa, I do not want to be anointed by the devil. We want to be anointed by God and um, use our mouths for blessing. And I shared this last night, so I'll just share a one minute thing. But um, we're also using our mouth to bless. And we've started in our community, so wherever you live, try this of just going out and blessing. And I, I said, We're not praying to God, oh God, come and do this. It's a different shift from prayer, which we do all the time, and we will always do, obviously. But this is blessing walking by and just saying, I bless you in the name of Jesus.
2: I bless you.
3: And we're walking by schools for the month of May, and we're saying things like, I bless every teacher's ears to be open, to hear the voice of the Father who created them. Whether they know them or not, the Father created them, and they can hear, we bless the students, we bless protection. And then June, we're going to focus on churches, and July, we may do um, courthouse and um, police stations and things we don't know yet, but we're going to do that, and we're we're just going to do that and bless. And so, God is really speaking about our mouths. Not to curse and to bless, to watch what we say, to let the roar of the lion, I mean, tonight, crazy, the roar of the lion coming out, he wants us to do that. And then the fire, when we're on fire and we go out and we bless and do not curse, what's going to happen? I mean, in the city, sir, that's blessing at a whole nother level, uh, but going out and just speaking of blessing, it just starts. You know what, we're doing. I, I'm telling them it feels so small compared to seeing what CityServe is doing. But hey, if we can start small and just bless, who knows what will happen? Who knows how God will grow it? So we start with with something even that small, which is actually really not that small. It's a huge thing just to go and speak and bless. But anyway, I, I am so excited how quickly God is showing us things and can, me. Like he's not leading us to think, is that you? Was that not you? When I have that dream, and I'm thinking, I know it was a God dream, but what does it mean? And Rick comes home and said they found a snake with the head crushed. I'm like, God, you're you're amazing. So Rick's gonna share. Wanna come up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me let me let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for Rick and I. Thank you for the anointing that you put on him and this dream Julie had today about seeing the blue light. Lord, would you let him see that tonight? Would you let him look out and see that blue light um, fall on people? Would you open the heavens over them and give words? And Lord, I ask that you would anoint his words. Lord, release the prophetic, release the healing that he walks in. And Lord, I, I just bless you as my husband, but even more than that, put that aside. I bless you as a brother in Christ and as a speaker in Jesus'
4: name. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. What's everybody doing tonight? Great. <laughs> and I don't know how this is going to go all messed up. <laughs> in a very, very good way. Uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, Fred and Pam, I, I, I just can't tell you. you. Um, uh, we know we have a friend of on our staff. Friend Sue, excuse me. I knew that was just <clears throat> <clears throat> um, so kind. You know, we've, I've heard a lot about the ministry. We've been involved a little bit. We have some of our staff that's involved. But uh, coming here and just see what's happening—it's—it's. It's, uh, I, mean, I don't know if you realize how big this really is. Where it's excellent. And it uh, an eye-opener for us, and we're so glad you invited us. This was more for us than for you, inviting right? us, you know. Um, I, yeah, we're, I just, um, you know, the last couple of days, we received so much. And uh, I'm really humbled, really, you guys, to be around such an amazing, anointed people, ministers and uh, intercessors and you know, wow, what a group, you know, almost intimidated you know, to stand here before you, uh, you know, but I just, uh, I know, I know God has something amazing for all of us, right. <clears throat> and thank you for letting us be here, and it's been just so amazing just to, just to meet a lot of you, and uh, I can just feel God is up to something, something is shifting in California this weekend, you know, um, heaven is watching Uh, Taking note, um, I don't know uh, if you believe this or not, but I I totally, completely, truly believe this, that the Lord is setting the stage for an army of angels to be released into California. And uh, your God, Lord has heard your prayers. Uh, It's time. Those bowls are full. And, uh, you know, God, the angel of the Lord is mixing those prayers with fire, and those bowls are being tipped. You know, or answered prayers mixed with so, fire, and so get ready um, during worship. You know, I, I saw last night. I saw even more tonight. I saw so many angels in this room. Are you guys aware of the angels? You know, one of the things that um, the Lord has challenged me to do is to open my eyes and see what's happening in the room, especially during worship. And uh, um, we see them all the time. I see them all the time. Not real clear like, like, hey, there's an angel, but I can see like silhouettes. So and I can see when they, when they come into the room, a lot of times they're like spinning. It's like a, like a vortex. And they're coming in, and I can just see where they're at, where they're hovering. And, um, but uh, there's so many angels here right now. Did you know that? I mean, it's, it's amazing. God's going to do something amazing tonight. He already has. Uh, but there's something going to be deposited here tonight. Uh, and uh, get ready. We're all going to a new level yeah. uh, tonight Woo! on this weekend. Um, I think I, you know I came here to uh, to talk a little bit of teach. I don't know what I do uh, on healing. We've been doing this for 22 years, uh, and it seems like it's been two years. I mean, time kind of flies when you're having fun. I love my job. Uh, we started we started this uh, our ministry back then. Uh, in, um, 2000. And 2000, uh, shortly after uh, Cal Pierce opened the healing rooms in Spokane, I think we were one of the first after that uh, to join in we were the first in California. And so we got to watch the whole movement grow uh, and become an international um, movement. And so I'm on the board of the International Association of Healing Rooms. And um, in my office, we oversee North America for all the rooms, approximately 600 healing rooms. And so we watched God just do an amazing thing with healing. Uh, it's going global. We're about 40 nations. We're not the only ones. There's a lot of different uh, healing ministries. But God's about to do something big time yeah. in, in the area of prayer and, and healing uh, and deliverance. It's the kingdom message. How many know? I mean, that's, it's the kingdom of God. It's the gospel of the kingdom right. uh, it, it's, it's being set on fire again. Uh, to be uh, unleashed on earth for for a mighty harvest. And uh, so uh, I just want to start out, I I want to share a dream uh, that I had um, at the beginning of the year. Lori and I, we have a a cabin up at June Lake. I don't know if you guys know where June Lake is, and uh, it's on the back side of you, Cindy, we're about 8,000 feet, got a beautiful home up there. We go up for Christmas, New Year's. We shut down the ministry for a couple of weeks, and we just go up there to kick back. But we also are there to ask the Lord, you know, what is your plan? What are you saying for uh, for this coming year? And uh, so we had our, our we had our family up there. They all left, and um, and it began to snow. How many know it snowed hard in December, and we had we, that's when we got our storms it was in December this year. But um, we were we were in a blizzard, and it was. Uh, actually shut down the 395. I mean, it was, it, was, it was amazing. I've never seen it snow so fast and hard and pile up. And uh, we're by the fire, and we're watching it snow. And um, that's good. And you know, we're by the coast. You don't see those kinds of things, you know. Uh, but I, I remember I, I, asked, I asked the Lord specifically for a dream. And I'm asking the Lord, well, what are you saying for this season? What are you saying for this year? Will you give me a dream? You know, I just, you know, I'm not a real dreamer, like Julie's a dreamer, she's on staff, and she's always in the dreams, they're always so amazing, I and mean, they're right on. And uh, by the way, God is, uh, I don't know why, uh, but the Lord has been sending prophets uh, to Santa Maria and to plug in with our ministry, and it started with Paul Kane, you know, he was there for about the last, I don't know, 15 years of his life, and his, you know, he was actually buried in Santa Maria. Uh, he had two burial plots: one in, in Texas next to his mother, who we loved, and one in Kansas City. They told us he said, "Rick, I I, I want I need to be in the ground in California. I need to be in Santa Maria." And so, uh, you know, it's it really interesting. It, I love I love the prophetic. I love the prophets. Uh, you know, uh, Paul is a little scary. You know, to be around. You, you know, it's just you just never know. You know, what does this guy see? But you know, if you've he, he, been in, in any his, his meetings, you know, the power that he carried. And, uh, you know, I remember going to conferences with thousands of people, and he got to speak the power of the Bible. Uh, You know, or the, we, we even took him with us ministry and uh, places where he would go, where we would go, and he would go where there's some drought happening, and he got to speak. Uh, the drop a break and it, it would just begin to rain, thunder, lightning. You go places in the, in the late spring, almost summertime, and get that rude snow. Just it would be just a sign and a wonder, you know. So it was really interesting, always uh, hanging out with Paul. But I remember I remember he passed away. He passed away on a Tuesday night, and we came back uh, to the healing rooms on, on Wednesday morning. We had we were doing a Wednesday morning service, and I announced that Paul passed away. And when I said that, the power went out. It was out the entire, uh, entire service, at the end of the service, the power came at home. And, you know, um, uh, I officiated at his, uh, at his uh, grave site, you know, we, when we buried him. Uh, and, you know, it never snows in Santa Maria. It hails, really. Um, but that day, that morning, it hailed. And it was, and I've got pictures. It looks like it looks like a winter wonderland in Santa Maria, California. Now I've lived on the Central Coast for uh, since 1970, and I've never seen that. But that day, that day, we got pictures, and everything is white. And uh, my place, we live in the country, you know, and uh, uh, on the coast, about three miles from the beach, and it was on the ground for about two days, you know, and. uh, so it was just supernatural, but for some reason, the Lord is bringing uh, prophets, uh, you know, to Santa Maria and musicians from all over. Uh, something that's happening, I, I don't understand, it. we're not really inviting, them, but they're, they're just coming and asking if they could come, and uh, and they're coming, uh, but there's more coming, you know, and we've had prophetic words, you know, that you, you've created a safe place for the prophets to come, and a lot of them need here. And uh, and so we're opening our, our arms to them, and uh, and we just love what God is doing. We love uh, also the worship team t- tonight. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. You're more than worshipers. You guys are ministers and prophets. Uh, and um, right. and you know, there's there's a, there's a new movement about it's that's coming. Uh, the musicians are going to be the head of the army, uh, and, uh, and you know and there's going to be. Uh, the worship is going to break open the kingdom of God. And uh, so uh, I just really, I, we, we got a taste that tonight. You guys are forebears um, as you as you led us tonight. But I didn't play the dream yet, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try to speed it up here. Um yeah, so I asked the Lord for a dream and that night, you know, it's stormy, it's it's snowing, and and um and in, the, in the, I'm, I'm sound asleep and I and I hear a voice. Now this is not a visual dream, it's an audio dream. Uh, but then Stacy Campbell, who's also a part of this, said, Rick, that wasn't an audio dream. That, that was the voice of the Lord. You heard you heard the audible voice of the Lord. And uh, what I heard, I heard him and it woke me up. He said, tell them we're we're entering a new season, we're exiting an old season. And the new season that we're entering into is not an extension of the last season. And then he said that he said, and tell them
0: that this is, is a season of the betrothal and the bride. And I wake up. and had it right down. But I heard,
4: you guys, and so, you know, I have, a, I have a high level of confidence of what I'm saying to you is, is, is of the Lord. And so since the beginning of the year, everything I've been teaching in, in our, our services, it's all on, on those topics. Um, and so I, I could go into that, but I, I feel like I'm supposed to be healing tonight. But I, I will say this, that a couple days later, I had an open vision. And in this open vision, I I saw this this huge wall as far as the eye can see. It was so, so tall you couldn't get over it. It was so long you couldn't see the end of it. And in this scene, in this vision, I saw all these people carrying things. Some were dragging uh, suitcases. Some had two suitcases. Some had backpacks. And some had backpacks and suitcases. And some had, like, these bags. They looked like these, like, big trash bags. They were carrying these, these bags. And um, on this wall, there was, a, there was a door. There was a double door, solid, thick double door. And all these people were walking towards this door and, and hoping the door would open. But the door wouldn't open. And finally, uh, a couple of the people quit. They, they threw down their backpacks, and the luggage and the baggage that they were carrying, the door
0: opened, and they walked through. Then I saw other people grab their stuff and shot to get through and close. But
4: everyone who let go of everything that they were carrying from the past season were able to go through to the other side into a new season. And. I felt like the Lord was saying it's not only the baggage from past disappointments, past hurts, um, past failures, you know, injustices, but but I was feeling the Lord was saying even the good things from the past season. It's time to let those go. If you let those go, I'm going to open a double door, which is a double portion. I'm going to allow you to walk in. And I'm going to allow you to enter into this new season. It's a, it's a season of new beginnings. It's a season of all things new. Where you trust me, you? you lay down all those things that you were carrying. i will open the door and you can step in. And a lot of people didn't step in. We were not willing to let go of what they were carrying. But there are others that said, man, I'm going, I'm going through and I really feel that's, that's the place we're in right now. And we're in that place, in that, that season of, of the betrothal. You know, it's, it's the bride making herself ready. You know, the spirit and the bride are saying, come, do you have any idea how close we are to the coming of Jesus? I mean, he's coming so quickly, you guys. For for me, to hear the voice, it says, tell them. Tell them this. Tell them that this is the season of the betrothal. The bride making herself ready ready uh, for, for for her husband, her divine husband, to come. And I, I don't want really to get into this. I have so many things that I I can say about that. Um, but we're actually you guys in old season.
0: Let me just, uh, let me just read one thing. You guys okay with that? Yeah, I Okay.
4: I had a couple of books. There, so I was having say this
0: well, I'm going to talk about it. I am going to talk about it. That's all right. I'm not supposed to do it. Well, anyway, we were talking about the glory this weekend. And we're in a new glory, you guys. In this new season,
4: is it's also all about a new glory. It's about, a, it's about a new um, kingdom era. It's, it's all about a new manifestation of the presence of God and a new manifestation of the Holy Spirit that like we've never seen. And um, so we are stepping out of the old season. We're stepping into a new glory for a new season. And I love what you know, Chuck Pierce said. He said, as the Holy Spirit moves us towards becoming more Christ-like, The methodology of an old season will not propel us into the future. We need need something fresh. We need a new glory. And this is one of the wiles of the enemy to hold us captive in the last manifestation of God. Therefore, uh, we are captive to the past rather than moving into the best that is uh, ahead for our lives. And he goes on to say this is how religious spirits operate.
0: And so, I'm just saying, you guys, it's, it's time. It's new beginnings. It's time
4: to let go of the past, good and bad. Walk through a double door. And as, you know, as the Lord is hitting us ready, as he's patrolling us, it's time. It's time to be like Mary and Martha. We need to be Marys. We've been so busy like Martha in the ministry, haven't we? And, and we've been distracted you know, doing good things for the kingdom of God, you know, working for the Lord. And the Lord is time, you know, he's called us to set us and to behold him. And as we do that, he's going to give us so much revelation. But it takes letting go and trusting him. And he's going to give
0: us so much more for the season that we're, I, I believe we're going to into. I'm almost tempted, but I'm not. I think I could go.
4: Anyway, I want to just kind of like what's your appetite? What I heard the Lord say.
0: What do you guys think about that? What <laughs> are exciting times?
4: I'll tell you, I'm one of these guys that said, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm dropping everything. I don't want to miss this new season. I was born for this, this season. Come on. I'm not gonna be stuck in the past. You know? I'm going right. yeah. I don't know what it's gonna look like. You know that's why I'm even here this weekend. I'm seeing new things I haven't seen before. I don't know what this next season is gonna look like exactly, but I'm willing to let it go to step in the new because the new is always the better. The new season is always where it's always got better things for us.
0: Anyway, I love my I love job. Did I say that?
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know, um,
0: I've always loved healing. My grandparents on my dad's side were part of Amy Simple McPherson's
4: church, Angela Simple, um, and, and they were actually in, in the youth, in the teenagers, and they were in the youth at the church. And um, growing up as a little boy, my i go over to my grandparents house and they would always talk about angel angels and just all the all the things that they saw the miracles that they saw their experiences and so as a little boy they begin to sow seeds into into my heart and my spirit about healing and so as a boy you know i longed to see those things and i remember one time um I was staying at my grandparents' house and um, we were going to a funeral. I didn't know where a funeral was, but it was at Angela's Temple. And, um, and so I didn't get it. All I knew is I'm going to Angela's Temple. This is where all the miracles happened. I was so excited about that. Well, anyway, we get to this place and um, as a little boy, it was huge and it was kind of round. And, and I remember there was plaques. On the walls all around the building inside, and I'm sitting there waiting for something to get started, and and um, I couldn't read yet, and I said, Grandma, what does what does it say? What does what does the plaque say? And she said, It says, expect a miracle. And so I'm a little boy. I heard about all the stories of Angel's temple. You know, uh, the sign says, expect a miracle. And I just couldn't wait for the show to get started. And I asked my grandmother, say, Why don't you believe in SAS? The sand? This is a place of miracles. And so she goes, Well, you see that box up front? And we get to explain a few of this. And, and so, um, so I'm thinking, Oh, that's great. We're going to see this guy get out of the And It never happened. But when we were driving home, I asked my grandmother, I said, Grandma, how can we didn't see that guy get out of the coffin? And she said, Well, honey, those things don't happen. Either. But I'm here to tell you,
2: they are happy. You're good to
4: yeah. And those people were just a positive down payment for what God's about to do in our day and our time. About a year before we started um, the healing rooms, we never even heard of healing rooms. We had uh, Larry Randolph. How many know Larry Randolph? Uh, come to our church, and he stands me up, and he begins to prophesy. And he says, "You're Joseph, and uh, you know Joseph took care of his family, and, and he blessed other people, and, and And I didn't, I didn't understand any of that back then, but uh, but he also said um, there's a healing anointing on you, and he said that. He said, it's, it's the greatest healing anointing of any place I've ever been. And he said, the, the, the healings you're going to see are not just like a headache going away or somebody stubbed their toe and the pain leaves, but he said it's going to be the same miracles as Angela's temple. He <laughs> prophesied. We were right there, and I'm going, whoa. And I said, man, I mean, this is this is going to be great. And uh, we were doing itinerant ministries, and itinerant ministry, and we were going out and we were preaching on the kingdom of, of God, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and we were healing the sick. And um, about a year later after that, that's when healing started, and we thought it sounded interesting, and so we went up to, uh, to Spokane to, to see what's happening up there, and we caught the vision, and this, and this is what we were to do for the rest of our lives, we've seen so many. Healings and miracles, you guys. Thousands and thousands of people healed. And we've seen it all as we've traveled around the world. We've seen just extraordinary, wonderful miracles. And uh, I don't know. so I might talk about a few of those. How many like miracles? It just
0: kind of it up It's in it. I was born for this.
4: I've given my life to this. I'll never forget we were invited to Frankfurt, Germany. And there was a team of doctors and nurses there that wanted to learn the spiritual psychoanaly know, that came to our, our, our trainings. And uh, and they loved it. And they just, you know, it was it was so
0: cool. The hunger, because you know they're not taught, you know, the spiritual psycho. Know. And uh, so we were
4: able to we were able to help them out. But I want to start out by talking about six reasons why Jesus heals and uh, why the healing ministry was so important to Jesus' ministry and why it should be so important to our ministry. And number one, you know, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. It tells us that in 1 John 3.8, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. And so we know that that Jesus or God doesn't put sickness, doesn't put pain, doesn't put disease on anything. They're the works of the devil. And Jesus came to destroy those things. Uh, number two, Jesus heals to authenticate his uh, the message and the mes- and the messenger, excuse me. And that's in John ten thirty eight John uh, uh, yeah ten forty one. John 11, 1 through 4. John 14, 11. Uh, it, you know, healing is the evidence. Remember Jesus said, believe when I say I am the Father. <laughs> he said that the Father is in need, or at least believe in the evidence of the miracles themselves. And so healing is the, is an evidence. It's the evidence that proves Jesus is who he says he is and will do what he says he will according to his will. And so the third thing, Jesus heals to bring glory to the forefront. How many know that God, uh, Jesus wants his Father glorified? And that's why we want the Father glorified, to too. Every time we minister to someone that gets healed, it brings glory
0: to the forefoot. and brings glory to the Son. Jesus heals to open doors for evangelism.
4: That's a big one. We, uh, you know, in our healing of um, and there's a week go, that goes by, we don't see salvations. It's not just the uh, Christians that are coming in, but the world's coming in. Uh, there's a buzz, people are hearing about miracles happening, healings happening, and we're even having doctors send patients to us because of the in demons. And so when they come in, they sign in for prayer, we ask, Well, how'd you he hear about this? It's so, what well, my doctor said. We even had two doctors from the Bay Area both both healed the stage four cancer. We tried everything medical science has to offer. Heard about us, came to Jesus, and they were both healed. We have UCLA medical centers sending patients to us, and so we're asking, "How did you know? How did you hear about My doctor sent them to and so, and most of these are not saved. They're not Christians, and we don't care. We just want them to encounter Jesus. You know. Our ministry, you guys, that we've set up, our Apostolic Center, it's all about the presence of God. And we know if the healer's in the house, miracles will happen automatically. And so, you know, we don't really say this is faith healing, although we're, we're, we're full of faith because we've seen so many healing. It's divine healing, it's presence healing. And we've had so many wonderful, some of the biggest miracles we've seen, you guys, honestly, because we didn't touch anybody. They were healed as they walked in. Yeah as they encounter Jesus we've had some amazing amazing miracles happen even during worship or just releasing a word of knowledge and, and the power of god just healing people we have we had a woman uh, that lives in lump which is probably about a half hour away from us uh broke her neck. she she fell at work and broke her neck only in her early 40s and um and they they have you uh, put um, fuse vertebrae and, and put rods on both sides of her neck, so she couldn't move her head up and down or sideways. The problem was when they did the surgery, they accidentally severed some nerves, uh, and she lost control of her bladder and her bowels. And She was in, in so much excruciating pain, uh, she, she uh, couldn't function. She had insomnia because she, she couldn't sleep at night because the pain was so intense. And so she had no life, and, and her prognosis, you know, they're just telling there's nothing to do for her. It, it's probably only going to get worse. And she's saying, I can't live like this. And so she had a plan. She's going to take her life. And so she was turning, um, uh, put all of her uh, properties and her money, her banking, all those kinds of things, in her, in her daughter, sixteen-year-old daughter's um, name. And her plan is just going to take her life. She was at triple A uh insurance putting her daughter's name on the insurance and the uh the agent said man you are in bad shape she goes man you have no idea no non morphine can help me and so um, the agent says well have you heard of the human race? she goes well what the human race? she was i've never heard of the she said you need to go to the miracles factory well she came in you guys she came in on a Monday night during worship and we used to have a sofa in the very back. There's one room we used to meet it. and the worship was going on. And I think it was City God was leading worship that night. And uh, and the presence of God was there. There's angels just everywhere. We had an open heaven. We always have an open heaven. Oh, we love it. the heavens open, don't you? Yes. And we're just in the presence of the Lord. And this woman just comes in very gingerly, just barely to walk in. And sits down on, on this sofa on the very back along this back wall. But when she sat down, I think Jesus was sitting there because as soon as she sat down, the power of God shot through to her, and she was completely healed. Her neck was free, all her pain stopped. Her bladder, her bowels were perfectly, wonderfully healed. Uh, they went. Back, she went back to her doctor. The doctor couldn't believe it. We have the before and after X-rays uh, showing the metal is gone. The rods are gone. Uh, you know, and she's, she's everything functions perfectly again. She's just like, I like that. Isn't that amazing?" Most of the presence of God, believing that Jesus still heals today. You know, uh, you know, tells us in Isaiah. I believe it's 66 or 1, I believe it's something like that. that heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool. Where is that house you'll build for me? Where will my resting place be? And we said, We're going to build a house, not just here in this temple, but we're going we're to build a, a temple like Solomon did, a resting place for his presence, his healing presence to come. And we've had so many people, when they come, they come, they get healed by Jesus.
0: We don't try to get them to say, they empower Jesus. And they say, Oh my God, this Jesus, it just
4: makes it so easy. We introduce them to the world. We're blind, Bible by the case. And so we give them a Bible and we direct them to a local church. If we know where they're from and we know the church in their area, we encourage
0: them to get plugged into a local church. It's amazing. I could, we have so many stories like that. So many stories like that. I can just tell y'all stories <laughs> oh, yeah. I, want, I really
4: feel like I'm supposed to, to teach you. Did I put the old six? Uh, just four. Four. I knew that. So I did. I'm testing Number
0: five. Jesus heals because of his mercy and his compassion. He's fullness. He's a soul full of compassion.
4: And I could, I could actually teach on each one of these, but I'm not going to. Um, uh, number six, Jesus heals again to advance the kingdom of God. Come on. But I love number four because it says that, you know, Jesus heals the open doors for evangelism. And I just want to tell you this is another story because it blows my mind. You know, I we was we able to see so many wonderful things. You know, especially when you welcome other countries, you know, um, the more, it just seems like there's, there's a team of angels go with you, and there's just, God just amps it up, you know, like 10 levels. Um, I was at, in Seoul, Korea. We were doing this meeting, in a church called Overflowing Church. And it's mostly, uh, you know, people from the in their 30s down to teens, mostly. Just packed out, just amazing worship. Um, I was there, and uh, they told me Papa when I go there, you know, and uh, it's kind of cool. And we usually bring a team with us, and uh, we really love it. We really love this church. We love the pastor. They been in the healing rooms. And they they come out, and uh, uh, every once in a while, fly out, fly out, to be with us for a week. But we were there. I was there, and um, and I was there. And, and this one night, I was teaching. Right in the middle of the teaching, I heard the Lord say, I want to heal right now. And all of a sudden, something shook in the atmosphere. And I knew the Lord wanted to do miracles right then. So I, said, I just stopped and said, God's going to do miracles right now. And so the Lord just began to download to me in the atmosphere, in the glory, he began to download to me words of knowledge. And, uh, and that night, there were so many amazing miracles that took place. And I remember God gave gold crowns to me, those dental miracles there was, a, there was a man in his 60s. When he was a teenager, uh, broke his nose severely, and he had a deviated septum. He has, to, has to breathe through his nose in uh, uh, all that time. Uh, and and instantly we called out. He can breathe perfectly. And uh, a girl severe scoliosis was completely healed. Her spine became. We didn't pray for anybody. We're just pulling out in the morning. Uh, You know, deaf ear opened. Somebody with a blind eye uh, opened. There was a there was a um, had a word of knowledge, there was somebody that you have trauma. You we were in a car accident, and uh, there happened to be a young woman in her 20s who was brought in on this wheelchair, she was in the back, uh, and she couldn't even set up of those she had to ring down. it. Uh, and she hasn't she hasn't been able to move uh, for I believe I was close to a year, kind of just paralyzed. And when we got word word of knowledge was released, the power that hit her. And man, yeah, she jumps up, she's running around the place. I'm like, okay, this is really i am having a good time. This is a, this is a good meeting, and I'm blown away. And then I had this surge of faith, and I said, "There's somebody here. You were born blind, and God is healing you right now. Who is that?" And I'm looking around this big crowd, and there's up one hand, and I'm thinking, "Well, you know, unknown <laughs> you part, you know, you're <laughs> off the science part, and you know, I missed it. And, you know, I." You know but look oh what I got you know uh, and uh, the pastor is sitting on the on the front row all of a sudden his phone vibrates in his pocket I get back to teaching and I see the pastor go to the foyer and he's walking and he's talking to somebody then all of a sudden he he dashes he runs up to up to the platform grabs the mic out of my hand and begins uh, to say something in Korean uh and, and he's really excited then, then the audience is going crazy, and I I look at my translator. What's going on? Are we being invaded by the North? I mean, what's, what's going on here? You know. And, uh, and and my translator said, you know, when you said that there was somebody, God is telling somebody born blind. There's a lady that goes to the church. She's not here at the meeting. Uh, she was born blind, but when you said that, the power of God came on her in her house. And her eyes open, and she could see perfectly who that I'm
0: just the messenger. How does this work? I want to teach you a little bit tonight. You know, I was as I was, you know, there's so many, there's
4: so many, um, ways. I have so many messages for you. I can, I can teach you healing in the atonement. You know, the Great Commission. You know, faith healing, divine healing, um, healing in the kingdom. There's so many. There's so many ways you can go. But I feel like the Lord
0: said tonight, I want you to teach on healing through the baptism. And there's a story in, in, uh, in Luke chapter 3 it's about Jesus' baptism and you know it's one of the most powerful
4: messages that Jesus ever preached
0: but he preached it without using words He didn't open his mouth. It was a demonstration teaching. And it was teaching us what we need in order to be successful in kingdom mission. And I think some of Jesus' messages. more by just watching and doing than actually teaching. But he did both. He demonstrated a kingdom which authenticated his message. He loved to do illustrated sermons. And so it says in Luke chapter 3, verse 21, it says,
4: when well, all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized
0: too. Now, you got to stop there and think. You know, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. And Jesus never sinned. So, why, why was Jesus baptized? He didn't need to be baptized. He was preaching a message to us. He was
4: demonstrating what we need in order to be successful. Again, in everything we do for him to keep it
0: He was preaching about using words. And it says, and as he was praying, the Holy Spirit, that wasn't the first time. Yeah. As he was praying, it says, the
4: first thing that happened, there were three significant things that happened. That is baptism.
0: As he was praying, it says, heaven was open. Now, if Jesus needed to open heaven,
4: how much more do we have? Now you have to remember something also. This is right before Jesus stepped into his public ministry. Before he did all the healing, all this casting out of evil spirits, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers. Because right before that, it, it was in preparation to a launching into a public ministry. I think this has everything to do with this new season that we're in right now.
0: And so Jesus is, is demonstrating for us what we need. We have an open heaven at the end of the universe,
4: And it's by design. I remember years ago, I used to pray, God, come and open the heavens. Bring the heavens. Come down. And I heard the Lord speak to me and says, you know, it's it's your job to open the heavens. He says, don't you hear? I'm standing at the
0: door and I'm knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'm coming in. And so it shifted. I said, Lord, how, how do we open the heavens?
4: And I feel like the Lord... Gave me a key. It's not actually a key. You know, we have many keys to the kingdom, but there's a. It's not a key that
0: opens the heavens. It's a combination that opens the heavens. And and the Lord began to talk to me about the importance of gratefulness. Thanksgiving. Is so important. It begins to unlock. It's like the first, the first dot, notch, place, thanksgiving,
4: a grateful heart, an attitude of gratitude. Yes. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't start my day when I get up. First thing I do when I get up every single morning. I look outside, we live in the country. I began to thank I said, Lord, this is the day that the Lord has made. Yep. Yep. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me today in all the days that I honor. And I begin to count my blessings. The Lord hears me say it every
0: single day. There's not one day that goes by. First thing in the morning, I don't come to you with Thanksgiving. It tells us in Psalms 100. You know, our goal, right, is, 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 the, is the glory, right?
4: But there's a, there's a progression into getting into the glory. It says we enter the gates of thanksgiving. See, the goal is the Holy of Holies, isn't it? But we can't even get into the courtyard, without opening the gate. And what opens the gate, to get into, into the
0: courtyard, to go into the Holy of Holies, is, is thankfulness, gratefulness. And so every day, every single day of my life, I thank him for the past. I
4: thank him for the present. And I thank him for the future. I thank him for what he has done, what he's doing, and what he's about to do. Yeah. Oh, we have so many prophetic promises, people. You know what expedites us and begins to release it, when we begin to thank them before we see them happen? Thank you, Lord, for your prophetic promises. Oh, Lord, we thank you so much. And we teach this in, in our in our ministry, how to open the heavens. An attitude of gratitude. And I go back, I think the Lord may get tired of me saying this every day, but I I, I had an encounter with, with, the, with, with the Lord when I was a little boy. I reminded him that. And one day when I was hiking uh, in the San Fernando Valley on Mission Peak one day, I was all by myself having a bad day. I went to get away. I was up in the mountain by myself and I had an encounter with the Lord. I was 15 years old. And, 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 the, and the Lord, I, I never forget I had an encounter. I thank him for that. I remember the things that He that happened with me. I have so many, because I, I don't want to bore you, but I can I have so many things So show you, so do you in your life. Those are precious to me. And I thank him. I thank him. I thank the Lord. You know, there's so much to be grateful for. Our staff is amazing. He's, he's given us the best of us. I thank Him And I pray for my staff. We have about, about 60 people in our staff. I pray for them every single day by name. And thank the Lord for that.
0: <laughs> and it's a joy to do that. I love what Ruth Lord Heffield One of the books that I read. She goes, you want to be in the glory? He said, Thank the Lord until the spirit of praise comes. Then praise the Lord until the spirit of worship comes. And then worship the Lord until the Lord comes. Starts with thanksgiving, a grateful heart. Every day I get up, look out the window, and begin to thank the Even in our heaven, we are thankful for the day. We
4: thank you for what he did yesterday, what he's about to do today, and our prophetic promises.
0: Happy hands of open that The second thing, combination, that unlocks heaven is hunger. I don't know about you, but I'm so hungry. That's why I'm here.
4: That's why I came this week I'm hungry for you. I got it.
0: You know, I'm grateful for what I have. So grateful for what I have. I know there's so much more.
4: I know, and and I'm not going to settle for second best. I'm not going to settle for less. I'm hungry for more. I love hearing the stories. I love hearing the testimonies. I love hearing what happened in the past. I love the prophetic promises for the future. I hunger for those things. No, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. After righteousness, for they will be filled. People, stir. I'm always stirring myself up in the area of hunger. Gotta
0: have it. I've gotta have it. I'm not satisfied. I, I refuse to be complacent. I'm always reaching for more, believing for more, asking. For more. There's so much more. And the third thing that opens that is us is expectation. How many of you know that you Life experiences will match
2: your
4: expectations. Low expectation traps you in mediocrity, it keeps you
0: settling for less. In life, what you expect is what you get. And I tell our team all the time let's never get into that place where. Words it's Words Or it's predictable. I'm expecting any day. And I say this all the time on street. The power
4: of the is in the It could be today. This might be the day. There's a movement that's been promised in Santa Maria. A Jesus movement has been prophesied that St. Mary is pregnant and about to give birth to another Jesus movement. Our city is named after Jesus' mother. And we take it serious.
0: I believe it. I expect it. I expect God to move. I expect
2: miracles.
0: I expect tonight
4: there's going to be amazing miracles Woo! Yeah.
0: in this place tonight. I believe in it. I expect tonight's your night. Please, we just begin to increase right now. Lord, right now we open the heavens. Lord, you told us to pray your kingdom come. How can that happen
4: without an open heaven? Or let your kingdom come. Or let your will be done here in Bakersfield as it is in heaven. Lord, we're asking right now even to release angels right now on the sign. Well, we're here already. Would you just capture the host Jesus? Would you begin to release them in the atmosphere? Of expectation in this place right now. Lord, would you begin to even move and touch people right now? Would you even begin to, to, begin to heal people right now in the glory? Lord, there's a new glory we're stepping into. It. We, we're t- tonight, we're stepping into it. Lord, we're, letting, we're, we're releasing all the baggage we've been carrying in the past. We're, we're, we're stepping towards a double door. That double door is fleeing
0: open. We're not going to look back at our old stuff. We're walking into a new season. And a new doorway. Jesus needed an open heaven. Open heavens, you guys, gives you revelation. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. We've got to have revelation. It is so important where God has taken us, you guys.
4: And I believe in this new season that we're, we're stepping into right now, if you even choose to, it's a choice that God is going to give us eyes to see like never before, ears to hear like never before,
0: and tongues to declare what he's saying, on, what he's showing us, and what he's saying to. Even right now, Lord, revelation. Let it come right now in this place. Yeah. I believe that's why one of the reasons why
4: prophets are coming to, to San We've learned to open the heavens. They get so much revelation when they come. Lord, we just say, we just say, let, do that in here in Baker's store. Lord, let them help
0: here. Lord, we just pray this in the name of Jesus. And so the open heavens gives us revelation. And Jesus, the first thing that happened at Jesus' is baptism is the a open. I love what Jesus said in John 1 15. He said, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open. And the angels of God ascending and descending on the sun. The <laughs> moment you here right now. Jesus is in the midst of you. We like to say it like this. We're going to see Jesus for the earth. If you are sick, don't seek healing. Seek the healing. If you're lost, don't seek salvation; seek the Savior. If you're oppressed, don't seek the seek the deliverer. It's all about Jesus. Oh, He's the answer. He's the solution to every problem. The second thing that happened. Jesus' baptism, it says the Holy Spirit descended on on him, Jesus, in the form of a dove. Jesus said, you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Second thing happened to Jesus. First thing, he got revelation through had access to the Father. I can see what the Father's angels going to and descend. Ministering
4: spirits. I'm not ministering alone. I've got an
0: army back in the world. Second thing is, he was involved. In creation, God the Father had a plan. Jesus. Spoke oh, that plan, and the Holy Spirit is the power behind all creation. The, whole, the Holy Spirit is the powerful part of the man, and Jesus said, "You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you." So the Holy Spirit is
4: the super part of God coming upon the natural part of
0: you to make you supernatural. That's why Jesus was supernatural. That same Holy Spirit we have access to today. What I've learned, you know, you might say, well, I have the Holy Spirit. I pray in the earth. I was, back, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit back in 1994.
4: And that's a good thing. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a one-time event. I'm, I'm telling you people, an infill. the infant must get everything. You must come daily
0: and get a fresh infill if you want to keep the power going. So important. Plug yourself
4: into the power source daily. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Invite him to come and fill you
2: afresh.
4: Invite his
0: power to come upon you. Invite the gifts of God to come upon you. Did you know you can ask for gifts? You can ask the Holy Spirit for
4: gifts. Did you know that? You might say, well, I I don't have a gift at hand. I want
0: to tell you something. I didn't have a gift at hand, but I desired it. I remember one I used to pray for people. They get
4: worse. I was praying this one guy who died. It
0: was bad. He didn't want us to pray for him back in the day. Well, I asked my father for a good gift. I asked him for good And you know what? He didn't. He said, Ask for the worst. Seek in this line.
4: Knock and the door will be open to you. You know, he's not going to give you a rock if you ask the lady, Or a scorpion, whatever that is. He's going to
0: give you a good gift. How much more will he give you a good kiss? Those are asked. He was a good Did you know Some of you aren't asking. And some of you are asking too small. I've learned, if you ask small, you get small. You You ask
4: for. And you know, years ago, the Lord challenged me. He said, don't limit me.
0: It's just as easy for me to answer a large request as a small. And so, we began to believe big. We began to dream big. We begin to ask for it. And then we begin to receive there. See, sometimes you only have faithful for But a little or a lot is the same thing. All. You know, I'm I'm not going to stand before the Lord one day and have him look at me in the eyes and I'll look back and say, Wow, look what I could have had. But I asked you small. I didn't believe it. I admitted you later. We're a debt-free ministry. We have a beautiful 30, 36,000 square foot building. Beautiful high-end multi-million dollar building. We all pay cash for it. Because we ask we asked That's another little story. Somebody needs to hear this. Don't let a God. He's a big God. And he can do with us, he can do with me. One of these days, I'm going to come back to that whole testimony. It's a mind-blowing. Where was I? Okay, the second thing that happened to Jesus at his baptism was he was in power. The third thing, is that a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom
4: I, uh, whom I love, with you I'm well pleased.
0: The third thing that happened at Jesus' baptism was sonship, which gave him identity, which released authority. And God says, "In my son, the kingdom of heaven is his inheritance." He got identity, and that released authority. So now Jesus has open heavens. He has power. Revelation, he's got power, and now he's got authority.
4: So you think he's ready to go, right? Because into his public ministry. it says, right after that, right after that, it says Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan where he's being baptized, and was led by the Spirit in the desert,
0: where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil, and he ate nothing during those days. You know, it's really interesting. It wasn't the devil that forced me there. It was the Holy Spirit.
4: And I just want to say to somebody here, you might be in a desert right now, but the
0: desert you're in. The desert is a place of promotion. Jesus was preaching
4: to us, led by the Holy Spirit, went into the desert
0: to be destined and tempted. And the devil knew that he couldn't close the heavens. The devil knew that he couldn't
4: take the power away from Jesus. So he tried to steal his identity.
0: Because
2: that gave him authority. And
4: you remember, the devil would say to Jesus, if you are the Son, try to get into doubt.
0: Because, because our authority is a threat to people. Major. Power by itself is okay. Open heavens is good. But when power and glory come together, it's like nation and bliss. They'll move mountains. Anyway, Jesus goes through the desert.
4: He passes the test. And I love what it says here.
0: It says after the test, it says, Jesus returned to the Galilee, in the power of the Spirit. So he went in
4: full of the Spirit, you guys, by going through the testing and
0: power Okay, now he's ready for salvation. So just a little recap, what happened to Jesus. Number one, the heavens were, Revelation came. Number two, Holy Spirit came upon
4: him, empowered him. Number three, sonship came on him, and, and he received authority. Now he's ready to go. And so it says that that he goes, he went to Nazareth, where he, where he had been brought up. And on, on a Sabbath day, he went to the synagogue, and actually, it was his custom. And he stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Because He has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he wrote the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he, he began by saying to them, Today
0: the scripture is fulfilled uh, in your hearing. And then it says, he went, he went to Capernaum, a town
4: in Galilee, and on, on the Sabbath, he began to teach the people,
0: and they were amazed, because his message had authority. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an evil, an evil spirit, and he cried
4: out at the top of his voice, Ha! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to
0: destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now, you've got to understand here about Jesus. Jesus never prayed for the sick. There's not one place in the Gospels where Jesus ever prayed for the sick. Now, Jesus had an amazing approach. He was always by himself or go up in a mountain,
4: be by himself, he'd pray all night to be with the Lord. He had an amazing prayer life. But when it came to kingdom ministry, like healing, or deliverance, or raising the dead, he didn't pray. He stepped into power and authority under an open hand.
0: Now, I want to tell you something also. There's not one place in the Bible where Jesus ever told us a to place for something. Did you know that? And the problem why we're not seeing results, or is because we're asking God to come and do something that he commissioned us to
4: do. Well, let me just show you something. If it's okay, let me just show you something here. I just got to make this point. Matthew chapter 4, it says in verse 23, Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. So we see Jesus is showing us again. He taught. And then, and then he preached the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom. He didn't preach the good news of, of salvation. Did you know, not one time he preached the gospel of salvation. It was always the gospel of the kingdom. Now, salvation is included in that message, but salvation is not the goal. The kingdom's the goal. See, salvation is the doorway into the kingdom where all things are closer. And so often we lead them to the door, people to the door, they'll go through the door and see their, their, their breakthrough. The things they're addicted to, they're healing, all these other things, the oppression. And so it says news about him spread all over Syria, and the people brought them all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering with pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and paralyzed, and he healed them. And here's, here's the results, the next verse large crowds from Galilee, the capitalist Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. So he said, this is
0: how you do it.
4: He taught them. He preached the kingdom. That was his message. That's the message that carries the power. And, and he always would start, he would say, the kingdom of heaven is at hand.
0: And then he would he didn't, he didn't pray for the sick. He killed the sick. In Matthew 10, verse 7, Jesus says to us, as sheep preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. He didn't say pray for the sick. He said heal the sick Raise the dead.
4: Cleanse those who have never received. Dry out demons. Free the
0: who have Free to give. us say pray. I love what it says here in um, Luke 10. Luke 9. It says when when Jesus pulled his, his will together, he gave them power and authority. To drive out all demons, to cure diseases, and he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Did you get that? So Jesus gave us what he had so we can do what he did. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon
4: and he had a spirit. And he cried out at the top of his voice, Ha! What do you want with this Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to, to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy Word of God. Well, here's how Jesus answered. He didn't pray for this
0: guy. He said, Be quiet. What's your head He said, Be, be quiet. As Jesus said, Come out of it. He didn't pray for He stepped into power and authority under an open hand. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What is this teaching? With power and
4: authority, he gives orders to even uh, evil spirits, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was, was, uh, uh, had a high fever. And they asked Jesus to help him. So he bent over. He
0: didn't pray for them. He, he rebuked the fever. And I left her. And at once she got up and began to leave. When the
4: sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various diseases
0: of sicknesses and, and lay hands on them each he healed them it tells us mark will lay hands on the skin and they will recover do you realize what's in you
4: do you know christ is in you the kingdom of heaven is, is in you the holy spirit is in you we have everything we need to do the same works as jesus we have it all, we just don't know how. We're asking Him to do something He commissioned us to do. There's a time to pray and there's a time to heal.
0: Don't get those mixed up. How I many you know there's two kinds of prayers? I know I'm talking to you, the <laughs> there's our prayers that are directed to God from us. That's our petitions. But there's another kind of prayer. And it's God's prayer directed through us, from Him, through us. And I call that the command of faith. I don't have time to go to the scriptures. Let me just tell you this: This is how Jesus. This, these are the prayers that Jesus used to heal the sick. In Matthew eight two, he was ministering to a Be clean.
4: That's the prayer. In Matthew eight thirty two, I love this. My favorite. Like, I memorized this one uh, to a, a demon possessed man. Go.
0: That's not a good prayer. <laughs> Matthew nine six. Get up. Take your, your mat and go.
4: Matthew 9.29. According to your faith, we to you. Mark 1.25. Come out of him. Mark 5.41. Little girl, I say to you, get up. Mark 9.25. You deaf and meet spirit, I command you to come out of him. Mark 10.52. Go, your faith has filled you. Luke 4.35. Come out of him. Luke 7.15. Young man, I say to you, get up. Luke 8, 54. My child, get up. Luke 18, 42. Receive your sight. John 5, 8. Get up.
0: Pick up your man. Well, if you want a good prayer, get up. So Jesus used that reward. John 11, 43. Lazarus, come out. And no, I don't have time now. Study
4: the disciples. The apostles, how did they go? They did the same as the teacher remember peter and john silver and gold i don't have it. but what i do have i give to you in the name of jesus christ of nazar walk
0: come on he made it pray for they stepped under open heaven power and released it they had what was given to them by jesus And they did the same works as Jesus. I mean, you guys get this? Have an amazing program. Spend time with the Lord. Thank you. Hunger for more. Always. Ask big. Dream big. Believe big. Step in the big. The problem is not. On God's end. We've got the book. We have Jesus as an example. I mean, I could just, I could do a whole weekend just this teaching, this stuff. But Jesus said in John 14, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what Yes, of But it was going to say, "If we be ready to do this, because of the will of the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may be bring glory to the Father, you may ask me for anything in the name." will it do it. Sometimes we just have to do it. I know it's getting late. We're gonna release Lori's gonna come and kind of release her because I just
4: want to I want to sort of tell the story. Did I tell the story? I think I started to tell the story about in Korea never did to finish it. Oh yeah, I did. Lori and I went back a second time, just about a few months after that. And we did a seminar in Korea, and then we, we did a conference at this one church and we were leaving. We were so We were getting ready to fly to Sapporo, Japan. We were doing a conference there. And um, walking out, we were just, you know, after two weeks of seminars, and we little conference. And then we, were going, to, and we were going to Japan. And the pastor, you know, in Korea, all the pastors wear suits and shiny shoes. And, you know, we're just like we are, you know, they don't care. They don't, you know, we're walking out and dragging my briefcase. And the pastor says, we pray for my associate. But it's not all Korea. on had anything. He goes, he, he's blind. He's blind, and it was, it was his left eye. It, it, yeah, it was his left eye. And I said, You know, I had I didn't you know, to be honest with you, I didn't have faith. I was spent. You know, I was tired. I didn't feel it. And so I didn't have an operating. And so, remember, we walked by him. I put my hand in his eye and I said, See, in Jesus' name. Took my hand off, and his eye was open. He was so good we <laughs> fly to Japan. This is so cool. we fly to Japan, you guys. And so I tell that story. And uh, I always like to tell the fresh ones, you know. And there happened to be a, um, a pastor, a woman pastor at the conference. She was blind in her in eye, her But
0: she is deaf or deaf. And she was a pastor of a deaf church. And so I told that festival, she wanted me to pray for her eye. And so I will speak. And so
4: I, just saw, I prayed in the name of Jesus. I see. And her eye was open. The blue was open. And then I got this surgery thing, and I, and that and through her translators, all these hand motions, and you know, through another translator speaking, translating
0: translated into English into Japanese. Ask her, she will stick here. Put my hands on her ears. The other
4: team, I do you there, Cindy? Yeah, that one. Put my hands on her ears. As I said, in the name of Jesus, here's took my hands are actually hit perfectly for the first time in her life. She was probably in the mid 50s, never heard. Walked in blind and blind. Walked out, seen and hearing. She, I know it was so amazing to watch it because she never heard music. She never heard any And it's just like she, she was walking on the planet.
0: But I wasn't begging God to come and do something. I just understood. I had power and I had authority. I knew how open that is. I was commissioned to do this You guys are commissioned. And I fully expected her to it. See, it's not in this new season to be risk You know,
4: in the old season you had fear. We were fear driven in this new season. And when we just spoke, well, we're full of confidence. Tell them the Lord will back us up. If we step out,
0: he will Come on. while we stand, I'm going to invite the band to come back up, too. I mean,
4: I don't know. You guys see on out of this? You know, there's so many- but I think you know I love what Bill Johnson says that Jesus is perfect
3: oh.
4: You know, I love I love what he modeled, what he demonstrated. And I'm gonna pray for you.
0: I'm gonna pray that I'm gonna create an impartation for everyone who wants it tonight. And I'm going to ask the Lord just to open the heavens just a little wider tonight.
4: And one of the things that I'm, I'm so aware of, you guys, when I, when I go places especially, uh, people see it in the heavens too, when I'm speaking, an angel that stands behind me and has his hands on my back and it's panning the audience. And I, and I can't tell you how many places I've been in the nations, people that see angels come of the same thing. And, um, you know, we don't worship angels, but we believe in angels. We know they're here to help us. They're ministering spirits. You know, they're sent to, to help us, to minister alongside of us, with us. And in this new season, you guys, get ready for angelic. And when, you, when, you, when you understand and you recognize and you invite them, invite them to help you. We can't command angels we can go to the captain of help us. We can ask him, ask Jesus, to release them in our presence and to minister alongside of us. Now some of you are going to go in the streets. I will tell you that some of the greatest miracles you're going to see is not going to be in the church. It's going to be in the streets. Yeah. And uh, God is about to release power evangelism uh, in the streets, in the marketplace, you guys. The things that you're continuing for is about to happen. And just, just be confident of these. Don't get caught up in praying for the sick. Again, there's no place where Jesus said "Pray for the sick. Again, in the sick.
0: Raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out the so Holy Spirit, we invite you to come right now. Oh Holy Spirit, this place. Lord, I thank you for my heritage.
4: Well my grandparents, what they witnessed, because they witnessed. What they witnessed and told me what they witnessed, planted seeds in me.
2: And I desire to see
4: those things. I've seen those things. But I'm planting seeds tonight for people. Lord, I pray. And you said, Anyone, anyone will do what I need to do. Well, I pray for every hungry person here tonight. Lord, I pray an impartation of your power to come upon right now. Lord, I ask the Lord that they would sit under an open heaven. or that they would open the heavens daily. Lord, receive a fresh infilling of your spirit. That they would stir themselves up. They would fan the coals, ban the flame of fire that's already in them. And Lord, I ask that you'll give them confidence and boldness. So, right now, in the name of Jesus, begin to see right now. Lord, I pray an impartation.
0: Power. Let it come on
4: right now. Revelation, let it come in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for eyes to see, ears to hear, a tongue to decree. Lord, I ask that you would anoint their hands for the laying on of hands. Again, Lord, you said, "We'll lay hands on the sick." Sometimes you don't say anything. It's what you carry. It's that they will recover. Some of you are feeling heat right now in your hands. God anoint their hands in the name of Jesus. More, let the fire come upon the hands, right now, in Jesus' name. More fire. More fire. Let it come. Increase Holy Spirit. Now the Lord is taking you into power.
2: Holy
4: Spirit, begin to come upon people in the form of a dove. Let your power begin to rest upon them. In the name of Jesus, let it come upon you right now. Identity in this place tonight. Or we're more than servants. Or we're beyond friends. But we're sons and daughters. And ultimately, we're we're, we're your bride. That's where we get our identity. Through that identity, Lord, you release authority. So all over this place right now, I'm speaking to receive authority of the anointing for authority knowing who you are in Christ. If Jesus could do it, so can I. I'm a full heir. I'll let the power come right now. All the church is get written in, Receive power. Now increase, Holy Spirit. Now, Lord, open their eyes to see the angels. Always be looking, you guys, always be looking. One of the things I do every day, too. I look for Jesus. I look for his space. In this betrothal season, I take time. I'm sitting in a speed. Sometimes hours go by. And it seems like minutes. But I see his face. I look into his eyes, those flames of fire, those pools of love. And out of that, he begins to give me revelation. So Lord, let it come right now. Don't settle for less. Look for Jesus. Ask him to show you where the angels are. Begin to look. Lord, I command spiritual eyes to be open right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I take authority over death, deafness. Blindness goes in the name of Jesus. Even as I'm saying this right now, I feel like God is going to heal eyes tonight. He's about to heal uh, heal people's ears tonight. The natural speaks of the supernatural. So in the name of Jesus, I speak. Heal the eyes. Cataracts. glaucoma, Stigmas. Blindness, partial blindness, weak eyes. In the name of Jesus, be open and see. In the name of the Lord, deafness goes. In the name of Jesus, tinnitus leaves. In Jesus' name, has to stop. Can't stay. It's a distraction. Go in the name of the Lord. Lord, loose people's tongues to speak with boldness. In the name of Jesus, keep receiving. Keep receiving right now. The Lord is here right now. There's angels all over the place. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your glory. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you for your fire, fresh fire that's coming right now. Thank you for the glory, the new glory. Lord, we're stepping towards a double door. Lord, we're letting, we're letting everything go. We're not going to drag our baggage. We set everything down and we enter in to a new season. Yeah. Now the Lord is healing somebody's lower back. Just begin to move right now. you find out you're already healed. In the name of Jesus, All pain, all stiffness goes. He's healing you right now in Jesus' name. Somebody's right cap, somebody with the right cap is being healed. Take it right now. Receive it in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God's working on somebody's uh, right ear right now. Just be open in the name of Jesus. Anything to do with the the right ear, God is uh, healing you right now. Somebody else's heart somebody's getting a new heart tonight We've been feeling Or maybe it's it's above the heart. Well, let's do do hearts too. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, we command, I command every heart that's been out of order to come into God's order right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord, Lord, I bless every valve to operate perfectly. Every artery to be Elastic, Lord, any blockages be released in the name of Jesus. Be loose. Let the blood flow perfectly through hearts right now. Any April fifth, stop in the name of Jesus. Lord, we release brand new hearts tonight in this place. In Jesus' name, let the power come on you right now. In the name of the Lord. I feel like when somebody else has a problem, I think it's your esophagus. And God is healing you right now. Just receive it right now. All the symptoms are leaving your body right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing IBS. The Lord is healing you right now. It's got to go now in the name of Jesus. Believe in Jesus' name. This new season, we've been walking and the Lord is calling us to run. It's time to run. And I feel like God is strengthening feet and ankles and knees and hips. But right now, in the name of Jesus, I command right now all pain, all stiffness to come out of people's feet, ankles, knees, and hips. In Jesus' name, i little let the fire come. Just receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Brand new hips tonight. Brand new knees tonight. Brand new ankles tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, create cartilage where cartilage is missing. Let them be cartilage in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for that fact that it's still being healed. If somebody has severe back pain, a severe back problem. And God is healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just keep receiving. Just keep receiving. And I felt like uh, when I mentioned earlier, that this man that was healed of a deviating septum, the Lord's doing it again tonight. Be healed now in the name of Jesus. to lay hands on your body if you need a healing in the glory Lord just begin to release your angels in this place right now Lord I speak healing to every person that needs a touch especially that person I see this like there's somebody 's pancreas is being healed thank you Jesus Lord, we thank you for that liver that you're healing right now thank you jesus just receive it now now we'll let the fire go into that place into that liver in that kidney right now in Jesus' name be free in the name of Jesus now Lord we release healing all over this world right now let your power come on people right now. I take authority over every disease, over every sickness, over every pain, over every disorder. I take authority over it in the name of Jesus. And I command you, lift off the people now, God's people. This is the army of God. But it says that you renew our youth like the eagles. Let me release that from the room right now. I'll let the power Yeah. Lord, glory given the word of knowledge of somebody that's, that's had vertigo, dizziness, God's healing you right now. In the name of Jesus, just take it. Now, Holy Spirit, increase your power. All the rooms, get more. More. And the Lord's still imparting right now. More. More power. Let it come. Raise up your army, Lord, in this place. Lord, we've come here this weekend. We've been assembled here for an impartation. You've given us so much. But Lord, tonight you're releasing miracles. The gift of healing, power healing, the works of Jesus, the kingdom ministry. In the name of Jesus, right now, just keep receiving all pain in people's bodies in Jesus' name. Lord, to take metal on your body. If somebody here has metal in your body, we've seen this over and over. Lord, would you just do that as we told the testimony tonight. Lord, the rods and, and the fuses, all the metal and wires and clamps, all those things, you, Lord, you just took it. Lord, would you just now dissolve those and turn them into bone. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just begin to move. Test yourself, you guys. Test your bodies. Anybody feel like you were just healed? Just right now. Just let me see your hand. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you come up? You've been, if God just healed you, you have symptoms and they're gone. Why don't you come up?
2: I am not pain right now. How
4: long have you had pain? Uh, for a couple of years. For two years you've had pain? For two years coming by this day. And what happened? Right now I don't have any pain. No pain? Okay, never again for Jesus. name. Yeah. I expected everything to get healed and pain be gone. I don't have any pain anywhere on my knees,
2: my hips, my head, my and everything. I don't feel nothing except for
4: Come on, let's give it a good. Thank you, Jesus. Now, see how easy that was. We didn't lay hands on, we didn't, we just called it out. That's the authority. Power and revelation, we're not Release, releasing the power and authority in the open heaven, S- sending the angels on the side And now you're paid for it. How long you have paid Years, 25, <laughs> What's your name? Donald. Donald, never again, in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. We happened to you? So this morning, I woke up with a terrible headache. Uh, and it went away after
3: the first part of the service. I went home and then I got it again. And I, when we
4: were standing right
0: there, I tilted my head to the left and I realized, oh, my head hurt. And it's gone. Come
4: on. Thank you, Lord. Anybody suffer from headaches any uh, migraines, anything like that? Just receive this right down in the name of Jesus. We command it to leave and never come back. We take authority over the spirit of migraine. Lord, put your divine life to be the nerve and, and that artery that kind of touches. In Jesus' name, we will free you. Jesus frees you right now. That is Jesus' name. What happened to you? My ankle, I been in physical therapy because I have a very severe strained ankle. It's completely healed.
0: Oh, thank you, Jesus.
4: Thank you, Lord. No pain, I can move it. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. What's your name? My name Jersey. Jersey, I love that name. What did God do for
3: you? Well, I was actually just um, not like, interceding for my only but for my mom as well. She's not here. And um, you mentioned vertigo, and she was actually in the hospital for two days, with vertigo. And um, it just took control of her body, and um, even her throat, you mentioned esophagus too, and she's on a feeding tube right now because she can't swallow. And so I'm just praying and experiencing.
4: Yeah. What's your mom's name? Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, come on, you had that, you had that word. Let's pray for Kimberly. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you pulled out her mom's condition. Yes. Lord, right now, Lord, we, we send your word to her right now, your healing word to her right now. Lord, on the wings of an angel. Yes. And Lord, if you touch her right now in that place, in the hospital right now, we take authority over vertigo in the very source of it. We command her leave in Jesus' name. And Lord, we, we, uh, we, we command that esophagus to be completely whole and healed We You called it out. And Lord, we thank you for healing her. In Jesus'
2: name.
4: I don't know if you can. You can give her a call. See, get, see how she's doing. Let us know. Do it now. If <laughs> you can. I don't know if you can or not. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know. Let our friend and CEO know that. Um, we see this all the time. We, we're, we're, we're ministering to people over, um, over the uh, internet. We're seeing people heal. Even in other nations. We can do it every week. And we're seeing people build it everywhere. This, there's no distance in the world. God bless you. I would do it. Anya, what have got to do it. That's far has someone's
3: head, far from pain is gone. I had it while I was craving pain, and it's gone.
2: it ever back again. I just felt it's me in my hand. Oh, just as you were inviting people up, I just felt a, a buzziness in my hand.
4: Thank you, Lord. It you what happened to you, Doc? Since October of last year, I suffered a and then You called it out, but it's due to my stress at work. But now, God has removed me from that stress. He's called out my
2: heart for Him, and I declare healing. And I had it this afternoon. But it's Stretch out your hands right now, Lord. We agree
4: in the name of Jesus. Lord, You called that out. Lord, we receive it now in Jesus' name. We'll never again. In the name of Jesus. Let the Prince of Peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding, come over his mind, his emotions, and over his heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else? Keep testing yourself because it's still happening. Giving is still happening, you guys. Anybody else feel like they're just being healed right now? I just want to say, do you see how easy it is? We haven't even ministered to anybody. We haven't laid hands on anybody. We,
0: we haven't prayed to anybody. How about eyes? Does anybody see anything in their
4: eyes?
2: Is there a difference? Yes. I have well, floaters
4: in my eye. Come on. Yeah. Anybody else's eyes Can you take the vision of you? Same thing? And it's gone?
2: Come
4: on. Now we're finishing in Jesus' name. Anybody else's eyes? Problems in the eyes? You're seeing clear also. You're seeing clear? Since COVID, you get the secret. And how about now? Come on, she seems perfect. Thank
3: you, Jesus. have diagnosed Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that is amazing? the
4: name Yes. I agree in Jesus' name. Anyone else tonight? How about ears? People's ears. Anybody got anything ears tonight? You have pain? Did you have pain? You did or ear? You You have three ears. (laughs)
2: Right next to it, you guys <laughs> see the on
4: knowledge, and you can see how, how much the Lord wants to heal people. How many will promise that we're going to go out right away and start laying hands on people, commanding, sickness, commanding these commanding commanding things to go in the name of Jesus? Amen. Thank
2: you. we commissioning in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: acknowledge Jesus for who he is tonight because I feel like there's a I keep seeing a mantle we started with Jehovah Nisi this morning I feel like that banner is just coming down over our shoulders tonight just wrapping us in his love can you just close your eyes and just take a deep breath just receive from him tonight and receive this mantle and feel something on your shoulder like a
4: warmth Just
2: his love. He's standing on you. And now the Lord says, Go, for I am with you. And I am your peace, I am your rest. Let not your heart be troubled. Amen. I up. I am too I am so messed up.
3: Let's just God just messes up tonight. <laughs> Let's go to sleep and love with him. Okay. And we will be back tomorrow morning. Uh there will be breakfast here at Continental Type at eight AM. Come on. Nine o'clock we'll start doing uh, the morning session. It's gonna be primarily commissioning a visionary commissioning
4: uh, going forth from here. You know,
2: was this a maintenance day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let's give God a clap Give God a yes. yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Um, amen? Amen. You know what I'm going to do the first thing I get up tomorrow morning? Thank you. I'm going to be thankful to
3: the Thank oh, Lord. Yeah. Way to (laughs) go, amen. God bless you all.
0: We'll see you in the morning. Love you.